Creepy dooby doo doo. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's the new intro. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was good. No. Yeah, you match pitch really well there. Yeah. I'm impressed with that. Uh, I was surprised. <laughs> surprised yourself. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess we've started. We can't get that I, out. No, so. we can't. That um, cannot be reproduced. Wow. Episode 28. That's the episode that we're on. God. Whoa. It's been almost a year. Is that true? It That is true. It's Did almost been a year. Did we start this year or last year? We started January this year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Is this, should this be a clip show? <laughs> like our favorite bits. <laughs> Yeah. So you just want to get out of recording? Um, not really. I guess it shouldn't be a clip show. Maybe next show could be a clip show. I'll yeah, edit some stuff together. Like, I figured you would do that. Yeah. Right. Maybe, a, um, oh, this is our Christmas special. Oh, okay. So I we, don't, have to, we have to drink. Yeah. So this is a English thing because mm-hmm. here no one's allowed to talk about Christmas. Right. Is that... That's my understanding. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's illegal. We're, we have a church. We have a very clear separation of church and state. We don't. We, uh, ha- we have the Church of England. Yeah. It's the, literally. The official. <laughs> it's, it's in the we name. have our own church right. for our country. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so Christmas is just a thing. Yeah, yeah. And advent calendars are a thing. Mm-hmm. And saying God bless you uh, is a thing. No, that's too far. No, that's more about be... the holidays. Yeah. Than the Christmas. I feel like Christmas. Yeah, I feel like Christmas is less about the whole someone's birthday mm-hmm. and more about the whole it's winter and we should yeah. give each other presents. Yep. <laughs> Just to make it better. <laughs> right. Um, so some people, uh, make like a birthday cake for Jesus. Really? And like sing happy birthday to Jesus. I kind of, yeah, that makes sense. Except it makes sense. He's dead. He is also dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of him rising again. From oh, okay. I get it. It um, was a joke. Yeah. Um, was my reaction deadpan? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Got some Jesus yeah. jokes to start out. We got some, <laughs> Maybe we should. Yeah. Some Annie Lennox. Maybe we haven't started. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Christmas is a thing, but here it's Festivus. That's not, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure if you could tell that I was joking when I said we have separation of church and state. Because it's, uh, theoretically we do, but. Right. But I guess we also don't have the Church of America. Um, actually, now I'm curious. I want to look that up to see if that's a thing. The Church of America? Church of America. Because maybe we do. But, yeah. But, uh, there is no official denomination. Right. For our country. Um, even though the unofficial thing has been Protestantism in general. Um, in the sense that almost every president has been a Protestant Christian. 
Um, JFK was a big deal because he was a Catholic. I think the first Catholic president. You can look that up. Of the United States, I should say. Okay. Um, there were a lot of presidents before. Were, were there presidents before? JFK? Uh, before <laughs> America was independent? Uh, no. That was like a... Right. There was sort of this idea that there needed to be a leader of the country mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. And they needed a name for it. Right. My understanding is that president was a placeholder. Everyone thought that that's a ridiculous title. We can't use that. Because yeah. before that, president was usually used to mean like the leader of a club. Oh, yeah. Like the president. One, one of the, who presides right. over the club. It's like no other country will take us seriously <laughs> if we call the leader of our country the president. That's fun. Um, and so I think there's got to be minister in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe prime, maybe right. the, the first best the best person <laughs> president. Huh. That's funny. Huh. China is the most atheist country in the world. I was curious how atheist huh. England is, because um I feel like religion isn't a big part of everyday life. For most people, but maybe that's just because of the whole bubble thing. The whole bubble thing. Like, I happen to hang out with people who... Mm. Right. Um, Yeah, good question. Good question. Uh, I wonder how they're measuring... China's the most atheist country in the world. Is that by percentage or by number? Percentage. (laughs) Okay. So I was going to say, they're the most everything in the world, if it's not by percentage. (laughs) Yeah. 40 to 49.9%. They're also the most Christian country in the world. (laughs) Yeah, they're the most everything. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders um, is, I guess you could say, Jewish by tradition and by heritage, but not necessarily super practicing yep um i would be so that i would be catholic by tradition and heritage yeah i was baptized or whatever it is <laughs> i baptize you or whatever it's called <laughs> yeah. in the name of whoever I it fa- is i always forget if it's baptism or the other one <laughs> christening the other one christening. wait you get baptized at your christening the, those are the same thing yeah that, yeah that's the same thing yep there's um, confirmation Right. So that's not. I didn't do that. Got it. Okay. You do that when you're like 13 or 14 or got something. It. Is that um, the idea? You said got it. I'm asking it as a question. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's uh, it's more of a Catholic thing than. Right. I don't think it's a thing that's really um, done outside of the Catholic tradition. Oh, okay. But, I didn't know that. Or maybe just to varying degrees. Um, I guess I had a confirmation as a Presbyterian, but it's less of a thing, I Like guess? a big thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's not as many, like, you know, milestones of, like, okay, right. first, uh, not first baptism, first, uh, <laughs> what's the thing? First communion yep. is really big in the Catholic Church. But you can only do that after confirmation. Oh, right. Is my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Because uh-huh. I couldn't take communion. Yeah. Because I never was 
confirmed. Right. Yeah, at my uh, my grandmother's uh, wake, um, they call up people for communion, and they would they said, you know, if you haven't been, I, don't know, I forget how they put it, if you haven't been confirmed or if you're not Catholic, I'm not sure how they said it. There's probably like a really like a soft way to say that. Yeah. Um, they didn't say like if you're evil, you know, <laughs> but it was like somewhere in between. Um, they evil. said you when you can still come up and you just cross your yes arms yes yeah, so across your chest and that says like please bless me yep uh, but don't give but me I'm not the body of to Christ get the, to get the wafers yeah the wafers <laughs> I've had the wafer yeah even though I'm not allowed to <gasps> did it's, it it's good did it burn your tongue no hmm. I'm not unholy oh that's okay. also not a thing. <laughs> Sorry, maybe I need to be clear on, on these. So you're from let's England. Be, let's be crystal clear. You're from England. There's an official from, church. There is an official church. But the church you of England. are a rebel. I'm Your family not are rebels because a rebel. they did not follow the... They don't belong to the official church. Catholic. That's not... So you're Irish. <laughs> no. Um, so you don't have to be a part of the church. There just is an official church. Right. Um, but England is very accepting of other trains of thought, religions. Mm. <laughs> okay, maybe not very. <laughs> okay, but uh, it's not. It's within not a, within a narrow scope. Yeah. Okay. It, it's not illegal. <laughs> within. Yeah. You can. If we're talking about the same God, right? No, no you can worship <clears throat> demons. Right. There are weird cults and things, and that's fine as long as you don't murder anyone mm-hmm. it's all okay right so um i was talking to uh to a friend the other night talking about you know the year and uh all the stuff uh, in the year <laughs> the there are a couple i think it's the webster dictionary where the official word of the year or oxford one of the dictionaries Right. So the official word of the year is post-truth. <laughs> post-truth. Okay. Yep. Because I mentioned that, you know, my kind of my biggest... We're in a post-fact society. Yeah, that's my biggest, you know, yeah. bummer of the year, I guess, for me, is that that greater idea of um, kind of... Um, what's it called when you when you feel like there's no moral truth? Like relativism? Moral relativism. Okay. It seems like there's that same... There's that idea, but applied to facts, where it's like, oh, like your my fact is as good as your fact. It's all just, I see. You know, I got my news from this place and your news, but they're all kind of wrong sometimes and right sometimes. And right, so we can't really like say which one's better. You know, you can't really judge. Right. It's all just information out there. Yeah. So, and it's like, that's. I don't want to live in that world where you cannot you cannot objectively say like this news source tries harder to give facts than this other one. Like right. I feel like you can say you can actually judge that. Um yeah. It's hard. It is difficult. Right. Yeah. Um but and when I say mm. I don't want to live in that world, I'm still going to live in that world. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to be around. This but, is a common theme. You're not leaving yeah. this mortal uh, plane. No, no, I'll be around. Okay. That's good. Yeah. 
Um, I do, um, yeah. Do you feel like it's all relative? And you can't really... And it's all just like, well... So, I feel like there are a lot of people who obviously don't feel represented by mm -hmm. even uh, sort of fact-based reporting. The, the national... I think, yeah, I think it's tough when we say that. Because I think there's a lot of... Um, there's just a lot of stories that get ignored mm -hmm. by um, various outlets. Right. Because they're targeting a particular demographic. So it's more about kind of... Um, you think it's more about like prioritization of of stories and like what they put on the front page and right. what they put what what they yeah put their money into and their right um, like a uh, a lot of um, I guess the kind of outlets I'm more interested in are not talking about um, declining manufacturing and the effect that has on um, those populations and the solutions that we're trying to come up with because. We're not coming up with any solutions. Right. Um, and so we are in a very, like, privileged place. Mm -hmm. um, and just saying that, like, I feel a lot of people say that, but there's nothing that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not doing anything to mitigate that. To mitigate... The, the to, to put you not in a privileged place? <laughs> <laughs> to try and help everyone get on a more equal footing? Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not donating to education charities or anything. Right. Like, I haven't put, like, mental effort into trying yeah. to fix these problems. Yeah. Um, and so there, there's a problem there. Like, mm -hmm. we've done... Uh, so there's been a lot of... Um, like, one of the things that a lot of people have been uh, empowered by is this idea of um, trade negotiations um, and how the globalization hasn't worked well for everyone. Mm, yep. And there's this idea that America is losing mm -hmm. on certain deals. Right. Um, and other countries are winning. Right. And this needs to be corrected. Yep. And it's so, yeah, it's interesting to see economics simplified to those two words of winning and losing. Winning and losing, yeah. And there's a winner and a, a clear, there's always a winner and a loser. Right. This is a clear, um, a clear win or not. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. I'll admit to not knowing much about economics, but I still don't think you can you can really reduce a lot of these things down to. But I think people have felt like that. they've lost, right? Like there are um, entire industries that have just disappeared. Yeah, have we talked about that recently? About um, or even at all about uh, you know automation replacing jobs? Like I've seen a lot of articles and, and facts really about. Um, how automation is really the the source of most of these types of job losses. Yes. Manufacturing jobs and mining and uh, drilling and right. um, these kind of, you know, rust belt kind of jobs that um, 
yeah. I'm very familiar with from from where I, you know where I grew up. Um, do you see there being a kind of attack against technology and automation? Um, There's a lot of uh, dystopian novels based around the idea of uh, artificial intelligence basically taking away all jobs. Right. And the gap between rich and poor growing even wider. and Because the rich can afford the automation? Right. And Well, the people who invented the automation basically control everything. Hmm. So all of the jobs are being managed by... Right sort of machines but you could have uh, a utopian universe with that same um the same basic idea of like right we've replaced jobs with all jobs with right. uh with robots and that produces a vast amount of wealth at that point it's a it's it's about how that's distributed and how well so the the idea is at the moment who benefits from that yeah at the moment uh wealth is something that individuals sort of gather mm -hmm. sort of via jobs or through inheritance or whatever. Right. If all jobs go away, then money has a tendency to, um, it's got a certain magnetism about it. Money attracts more money. Mm. And so when uh, the basic premise is that if we have this old system of wealth and we get rid of the big way to generate wealth, then all remaining wealth essentially clumps together. Hmm. Yeah. Into the people who had it and the people who don't have it, it just eventually siphons away. So is that what you're describing? Is that currently happening, do you think, in the world? Because like, there is a growing um, wealth inequality you know, in America right. and I think in a lot of places. Yeah. Um, and there's also automation happening. Like, are we just approaching that dystopia, do you think? or I don't know. It's also, um, that's also not true on a global scale. Okay. Like, that might be something that um, is happening in America. Right. Because um, America's economy has been growing, but the um, that growth isn't evenly distributed right. amongst all Americans. So the rich are getting richer and um, people who are earning less are still earning the same amount they were 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Like minimum wage hasn't grown at the same rates that right. um, the economy has. But then when you look at the rest of the world, like globally, um, that gap has shrunk. Mm -hmm. We used to have this sort of distribution where a lot of the world was very poor and then not a lot of sort of in the middle. And then there was a lot of very, very rich um, mm -hmm. people. And that, that was m mostly sort of within countries. There were these third world countries that were just full of people who could barely get by day to day. Right. And then you had countries that were very wealthy. Mm -hmm. um, but that has become more of a bell curve. Mm -hmm. There are now far more people sort of in the middle. And right. then there's, there's this... Um, natural distribution so from from america's perspective you know with our our booming economy after world war ii and and all that right. stuff from our perspective it can look like the whole world is going down the drain and yes humanity is worse off than it was yeah but that's not the case right like from the numbers but i think um, that, people 
you know, starvation is down globally and yep. those kinds of, you know, malaria, like... Yeah, child mortality rates are down. Right. Um, uh, people under the poverty line yeah. across the world is down. I like to, yeah, I, you know, there's been articles, as we're getting towards the end of the year, there's been articles like, 10 reasons why 2016 wasn't the worst year ever. Yes. Like, it's it's nice to, yes, look at the bigger picture. Yep. And see those kinds of things like, you know what? Fewer children are dying from stupid, preventable things than they used to. Like, that. Yeah. that's great. That's a really, really good thing that we should celebrate. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Pe- people are doing great work all over the world. Yeah. And they're, like, ov- overall things generally get better <laughs> yeah overall but that that shouldn't i guess what i'm saying is that everything isn't apocalyptic mm-hmm. um it's not to say that there isn't a problem and we shouldn't be addressing it right because there is a problem and we should be addressing it mm-hmm. but saying that like everything's tanking is yeah. just objectively not true right but does that truth matter is, I think is a lot of what a lot of people matter. right like for, are thinking about like yeah for your everyday life like mm-hmm. you're going you know there are lots of people who are going to always be in America mm-hmm. until the day they die right and so yeah does that matter yeah well and it's there's relativity there too right there's there's the lifestyle that people are accustomed to or or they remember or the or even just the kind of loose idea of america that they're holding on to and they see that changing in in a lot of different ways yeah i mean we've spoken Um, about the like make america great again yeah yeah slogan how it's how it's perfect because everyone remembers an ideal it's generally applicable yeah (laughs) yeah um anyway um was there anything on that on the list of great things that happened in 2016 that you like grabbed onto and um really approve you know we're really like oh yeah this I is great don't remember <laughs> you don't remember oh man we're good at remembering negative things right <coughs> i guess that's for personal things in general like we're, yes. we're good at remembering places where we've faltered or or done wrong and we're not as good as at celebrating achievements and stuff yeah um but yeah i don't know if that's applicable to why i can't remember anything on a, a global scale of like <laughs> There's probably something there, right? Where it's like, uh, people like to complain. <laughs> yeah. The world isn't all bad. We spoke a couple of days ago about the cyborg man again. Right. Something Warwick. I've forgotten his name. Um, mm-hmm. And I saw him talk like five years ago or something. Um. And this is a professor at Reading University who has um, an, Im- he basically has a wire going into his right arm, I think, mm-hmm. that connects to the uh, main nerve that runs up that arm. Right. And then he can plug devices into his arm to give him additional sensors. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're, as we're on this topic. Yep. I think this is a good time to open up. You should, oh, oh. Hold it in front of the mic. Nope, too late. Too late. Oh, that is. What is that? This is the uh, the original Hunchpick Stout. Oh, <laughs> that's why I think we were probably drinking this last time we were talking about this man with the uh, cyborg arm. Oh, did we talk? Okay, 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We definitely we've like definitely three years. I mean, yeah, way back. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Probably doesn't taste great. Twenty sixteen. Vanilla, bourbon, oak, coffee, stout. Uh, it smells. smells <laughs> it smells great <laughs> bad i'm gonna keep drinking this coffee so before i got here you poured like six bottles of this down the drain uh probably 12 12 <laughs> yeah it's been in my fridge and it hasn't been giving me joy i see and so it's <laughs> and i needed some bottles to use to bottle a new batch. Bottle a new batch. So I poured out a lot of stout and some of the first batch of the Labor Day IPA that I haven't <laughs> loved. Um, anyway, Cyborg Man. I interrupted you. Cyborg Man. Yeah. Um, we, we were talking about him. It was interesting. We were curious if there was a way, a few different people independently right. asked, what if he could plug in a wireless um oh, sensor sensor to his arm so that he wouldn't have to actually have keep the... connecting disconnecting things but he could just go into a space and take in the radiation i guess right like <laughs> yeah that's what it is is like you know right. the wi-fi signals and the whatever oh so there's like a stuff yeah um, um i bought someone for a christmas present a wi-fi sensing t-shirt mm-hmm. so and oh. it, that's basically like it just had the Wi-Fi indicator and it would tell you the strength of the Wi-Fi. Nice. Um, and that's another example of having another sense. Right. Um, there were less extreme versions of uh, giving additional senses to people. Mm-hmm. So he had developed a glove that would like squeeze fingertips depending on the input that was coming in. Okay. And so you could train your brain to interpret those signals to mean... Various right. things. Huh. Um, a lot of it was so that's for... That's more of like, yeah, like an indirect right. way to well yeah, use your tactile yeah. sense, right? Cause it's, I mean, it's still sending signals. You just have to interpret those signals. It's Yeah, it's sending signals, right. But it's going through your tactile sense that it's already... Yeah. You already have. It's not this sixth sense. It's like right. hooking into a legacy system that yeah. you already are using. Yeah. Uh, this had a lot of the time he was talking about military applications to this. Mm. It's like giving people the ability to sense uh, hotspots. Oh, so you yeah. tell where people are in buildings and that kind of thing. Yep. By just like holding out your hand. Yeah. It seems like a lot of those, like for military applic- applications, you would want sensors that don't require you to, look away or like change your like so you can be as alert as possible but still interact in some other way yeah and get that information without checking a heads-up display or like checking exactly some device so it was sort of this idea that you like um i think it was something like when you extended your arm it would activate Uh uh-huh and so then you could like scan the horizon with your hand that's cool yeah Hmm. that doesn't require a surgery (laughs) So you saw him speak uh, 15, 20, how many years ago? 10? Uh, five. 
five? Yeah, wow. just, okay. just before we moved here. Got it. Um, and you looked him up because you we were like, oh, what yeah. is he up to now? <laughs> like, um, yeah, cyborg man. I, he's still he's still he's still doing crazy things. He's still stuff. plugging shit into him. And, <laughs> yeah, um, he has all sorts of microchips in him for like. So his lab senses him when he walks in, and wow. like he doesn't have any locks on anything, and because <laughs> he huh. is the lock, the yeah. key, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That was interesting. He couldn't wait for HomeKit to really, yeah, get good at that stuff. It's like I got <laughs> he this. Got, yeah, he was like, the future's now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna bring the future to me. Yeah. Instead of- <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Would you be tempted by any of that sort of... To experiment myself with yes. those sort of things? Yeah. Instead of, like, imagine instead of what you're doing right now, mm-hmm. to be pushing those boundaries of... What I'm doing ma- right now? Yes. Like, instead like of... this podcast? Instead of this podcast, web development. Uh-huh. Your current career choice. Um... I don't know. It's like... It's, I think I, I th- maybe it's enough for me to understand it conceptually and like think that it's cool. Right. But I don't know if I would really care about plugging in. Um, eh. It's sort of like VR. You'd like be happy experiencing it, but that's it. Yeah, I guess. Um, maybe my imagination is just not wide enough to think of the possibilities that I could be. Right. What I could be receiving and interpreting and yeah. interacting with. I mean, uh, I don't know. It'd be cool to like, obviously, the the there's a sci-fi idea of like being able to plug your brain into a computer and just like get all of Wikipedia or whatever. And right. just be like, oh, now I understand everything. Like that, that's yeah. cool, but also probably a dystopian ending there. <laughs> where you you know it's like you'd be careful what you wish for kind of yep. a kind of a genie thing where it's like okay i know everything oh no the world is horrible like i, I didn't realize I, I didn't realize how closely dystopia was related to utopia mm. and also how modern an idea it is dystopian yeah oh that progress doesn't necessarily end in a utopia yeah, so the idea of a utopia is that everyone is happy, but the only way you could achieve that is by making everyone sort of the same. Oh yeah, and that's so all. Is that the is that the general idea of a utopia? That's uh, so a utopia was first described by Plato. Okay, and it included uh, the great lie, which he had. Um, sort of described out in detail. And the great lie was that you would tell your whole society that when they were born, they were born with certain amounts of bronze, silver, and gold in them. And that determined their position for the rest of their life. Okay. And so the great the great lie was a control mechanism for making sure society Whoa. kept chugging along. Interesting. And kept the utopia going. So the idea was that there would be three classes of people in society. Uh There would be politicians, there would be the military, and then there would be everyone else. (laughs) 
Okay. And that was the gold, silver, bronze. Huh. It's interesting because it's just so at odds with what I think the uh, utopia parlance right. of a utopia is considered now. Like utopia is just like yep. perfect ideal kind of world. Yeah. Plato's utopia but, wasn't, didn't sound great. <laughs> yeah. Right. I wonder if he thought that he he should be the person to like. Oh yeah, he, he tell w- the lie. Yes. Yeah. So th- the idea was that um, the people who mostly had gold, mostly. Th- let's be clear. I've he made this up. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, would well, know. First, you need alchemy to create yeah. the gold. <laughs> yeah. And they, then you can create humans. Exactly. The best types of humans. They would know about yeah. the lie because they would be the ones ruling over everyone else. Yeah. It's very Animal Farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I was going to say, it feels very Orwellian yes. and not utopian at all. <laughs> Utopic? Yeah. I also learned that Orwellian is um, more about uh, the manipulation of language. Oh, from like 1984. Yeah. So 1984, um, they had like a reduced version of English. Yeah. And so there were lots of... The d- new, new speak or double speak? Double speak, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so there was this idea that uh, there were essentially holes in your ability to conceptualize certain things right. that the government didn't want you to. Yeah, and there was kind of, I remember there being a lot of like built-in kind of contradictions. Yes. To where like nothing ever really made sense. Yeah. So you would never really challenge anything. Yeah. Ooh, this does sound kind of like a post-fact. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like that's really the same idea. Yeah. Of like, well... So it was things like the military... You kind of just give up. Like, they want you to give up and not really... Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the the military, I think, were called the Ministry of Love or something. Or it, it was whichever arm of the government was responsible for torturing people back into line. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. Um, huh. Ministry of Emotion or something? Yeah. But it, it, it was like the whole Orwellian sort of um the thing he was trying to warn against was not um something that was limited to communism or yeah um to do with to- sort of total i mean totalitarianism was was there but it wasn't like the main point it yeah. was like this form of like this is a way to get to, to totalitarianism is right the lang- through this kind of distortion of reality via Language, language and yeah. manipulation. Huh. Yeah, might be a good good time to brush up on. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch the movie. <laughs> have you seen the movie? I have not. Before? No, it's pretty good. Um, it's it's really long. I think it's like three hours long, um, and it's very depressing, <laughs> as you can imagine. I've not read the book. I think I'm going to now. Um, yeah, I've, I've listened to the audiobook, which is okay. really good. And I remember the reader being very, um, enthralling. I mean, I was just, maybe I was just super interested. It's hard to really yeah separate those two things, but, um, it was really read well. Yeah. Read very well. Highly recommended. Yeah. We studied animal farm. Mm-hmm. Um, but at school, I feel like whenever a book had studied, I never really paid much attention to it. Yeah. Yep. Um, we I don't think we did any. I somehow didn't read any Orwell in high school. 
Mm. Um, we did. Let's see what do we do? Uh, oh, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Okay. Have you read that or heard no. of it? Um, it's a dystopian future where there's um, kind of like a big Big Brother thing going on. There's like laws that say that you have to have these like like your walls are like screens that can Ooh. just turn on at any point and it's okay. like the government checking in on you and um their uh books are illegal okay yeah so there's a lot of book burning and like information being destroyed and using that to kind of quell uh and control society and um, right so instead of distorting language it was just like destroying it yes <laughs> like trying to kill these ideas through um yeah um yeah it's diff- stuff. it's difficult because this is something that all governments do mm-hmm. and there are like it's a super blurry line because there are things that like, i think people sh- shouldn't be reading i don't know hmm. it's like um you mean like the line for free speech and right and was like uh mein kampf hitler's book uh-huh that's banned in a lot of places and you think that's and good i, I guess i don't know it? i've never read it so i don't i mean you can take a few positions here right you can say that it's it's good to not ban it so that you can see what this kind of person like right see what their viewpoint was and try to learn from it yep in a productive way right like that's the best i think you scenario yep um but yeah i mean obviously you can make the opposite argument where if the wrong person reads this they treat it as their bible and yeah try to be the next example of this idea or this yeah yeah um but uh i think where a lot of um yeah i mean where americans tend to land on that is just free speech right i mean it's just you you don't want to start to get the government involved they in can choose censorship and um where is that line as soon as you draw a line there's going to be things that people disagree on and um yeah yeah, I'm 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 all for freedom of information. I think there's a lot of there's some risk there, right? But right. it just seems worth it in the long run compared to the alternative. There were uh, so there are still things banned, like movies and things. Like often, movies get banned from countries. Mm-hmm. Um. But even in the States, 2008, Hillary, the movie, I've never even heard of this. Like Hillary Clinton? Right. That is banned from, from what? Uh, just says it was prevented by the Federal Election Commission from being aired on video on demand on cable TV shortly before the 2008 Democratic primaries. 
as an electioneering communication mentioning a candidate within 30 days of a primary is an apparent violation of some act. Mentioning a candidate? Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparent violation like the of the of 2002 Bipartisan Campaign Reform Act. I really like the idea of not being able to utter the word, like the name <laughs> of a candidate for a month before. So many people are mentioned. breaking this. Yeah, yeah. This rule. She who cannot be named. <laughs> <laughs> like, just radio silence. All news turns <laughs> yeah. to something else. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can... As long as they don't <laughs> utter their actual name. Like they they, just have to oh, they have to... A nickname? Well... Through yeah. innuendo and... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did, um... Orwell's book talk about Twitch talk? Uh, that's not ringing a bell. What is that? Okay, so I remember someone telling me about a uh, RPG that was based around uh, the idea that you're all playing rebels in um, 1984's oh, okay. sort of world. Yeah. Uh, and the way you would communicate is through Twitch talk. Okay. Which is like raising an eyebrow, scratching your nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sh- shaking your leg. Right. Body language. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's definitely that definitely sounds familiar. Oh, okay. Um they needed some way to communicate without the government being able to, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's always it's always fun like I really enjoy dystopian um stuff and it's always fun to see what the kind of underground rebels like come up with yeah like how they're trying to circumvent the the big bad the big baddies um yeah it's fun to see their like underground little world <laughs> a little world oh it's so cute like yeah you're gonna grab I mean, their it, cheek yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's good job guys <laughs> keep it up no, so I, it's, it's more just refreshing to like have someone to root for in those types of oh just like so down in this world like oh this is the worst there's no like yeah redeeming anyone and it's like oh nice there's this like <laughs> faction that's trying to rise up but yeah <laughs> brave new world oh that's that was my favorite book for a long time um brave new world yeah. i have no idea i've never heard of it oh <sighs> Okay, reading okay. list. Reading list. Um, <laughs> I find it very ironic that I'm giving out a reading list because I don't read <laughs> novels. Um, but Brave New World is great. Um, I believe it's by a British man, Aldous okay. Huxley. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, isn't everything? Bye. <laughs> well, I assume you probably know him. Cause, or woman. Yeah. Someone British. Right. Um, it's very good. Have you seen the movie The Island? I have not. Okay. Um, he had a, I think it was the sequel to, maybe not an actual sequel, but a later book called The Island um, that was somewhat related to Brave New World. But um, yeah, it's this dystopia where um, they're kind of, uh, what do they do? Um, all kind of urges are very controlled, but also they use kind of, um, these human, you know, sex and, 
other like very carnal emotions they use those to manipulate the entire world um there's a lot of like genetic engineering stuff going on um making worker bees yeah yep yep brainwashing kids while they're still in their cribs and like reading them you know this is how the world works in this in our society you know yeah um and then there's some um some people that try to try to rebel and break out of this kind of brainwashed bubble world right um it's very good interesting yeah but there's a definitely a pattern i guess talking about these like three or four books (laughs) like (laughs) there's this world i mean you know yeah what else would they be i guess is right it wouldn't be interesting if there wasn't anyone trying to rebel it was just like well this is the worst possible scenario and everyone's just fine with it yeah and just a documentary (laughs) yeah yeah. this is how this is how a bee colony uh, yep yep like oh okay that's sad (laughs) um yeah but i guess that's my my greater point there is it's they're not they don't make good novels or stories if there's no one to root for and you're there's like right it's just all down yeah but that doesn't mean they all end well right right but it's good to at least have someone to root for and and try to try to be that person in your own way in your own you know society your own culture try to try to break free from whatever tyranny you think there is (laughs) you know in small or big ways is that something you're now gonna do you've now felt energized to yeah throw off the shackles of society and yep yep i think we should start by fighting tyranny uh by taking a break from this <laughs> this dungeon yeah of a, of a basement of a basement we should we should break sounds free. like free okay for now from the shackles of our headphones yeah we'll be back okay Kimchi, you made me try kimchi. It was spicy, it was cabbage, it was pickled. It was, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. I don't know if it's necessarily pickled. But it sure was what that in means. vinegar. What does pickling mean? Put it in vinegar. <laughs> uh, and wait. Uh, more specifically, brine. Oh. Which is uh, salted vinegar and water. Mixture, I think. I see. <clears throat> but I'm not positive. Okay. Um, there's okay. some okay. fermentation involved with kimchi. Ooh. That's all I know about that, though. There's oh. something... What does fermentation mean? That means that there is some sort of sugar... That's being turned into something else. Being... Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's some, some uh, flavors that are byproducts of that process. So let's talk about how fermentation works. <laughs> <clears throat> let's just bring this back to episode I, one. I made a beer. You made a beer. It's a clone. Clone Wars. It's pretty bubbly. It's a bubbly beer. That's good. I think I've been under carbonating my beers. 
You may have been trying them too early. I think both. How do you... I don't add enough sugar. Oh. Yeah. You don't get them in like a pre... I do, and then I add less amount. because I feel like I know better than the pre-measured. Because <laughs> the pre-measured amount is always the same. It's like three quarters of a cup yeah. or something. But for different styles, you want different amounts of carbonation. For a British style ESB, for example, you don't want a really, really bubbly American pale ale style like carbonation. You want a lighter right. carbonation. Yeah. Um, okay, this is a... What's it called? Uh, caribou slobber. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I love it. Good job. Yeah. It's very good. So there was... It's a dark dark brown. It's very dark. It's a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. Um, Mm -hmm. It is... It's had three hop additions. Right. You were surprised by this. While I was boiling it. And I... I... Felt like, which means it was true. Yep. That I didn't like hops. Right. But turns out that's not true. Right. Because I like this beer, mm-hmm. and it has a lot of hops in it. Right. More hops than my first batch of beer, mm-hmm. which only had one hop addition. Mm-hmm. And it was the the third of the three. Yep. Hop additions. Right. For this one. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, it'd be fun. And I think I mentioned this previously. Um, single hop beers you can get. Oh, we should, uh, we should get some of those. first beer was a single hop beer. Oh, that's true. Because it only had one hop in it. But, okay. But usually when, so there's more to a single hop beer than just having uh, a single hop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. So a misnomer? No, there is only one hop. Okay. But. It's added usually in a way that you can actually taste the hop, <laughs> right? So this goes back to if you add your your hops at the very beginning, beginning, then they'll be broken down. They'll be broken down. You only get the bitterness. You yep. won't really get the flavor hmm. of that hop as much. You get some, but okay. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of single hop beers are there to showcase what this hop can do from you know aroma and flavor and bitterness and all that stuff so you add the hop wait so you're only using a single hop but you probably add it multiple times i believe so yeah okay yeah um to get the because you still want the bitterness in Mm -hmm. most cases right i like i think i like the bitterness Mm -hmm. i thought i didn't like hops but yeah um, but this had this had a late hop addition as well, so there must be some hop flavor coming through. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, it's probably there. Um, in the background, right? Because there's a lot of malt, malt forward kind of stuff going yeah. on. There's a lot of malt flavor. That's really the yeah. I really, best I, way to say that. I like it. I like the malts. It's really good. There's some um, some yeast character in there, but it's not it's not um, the yeast flavors that I don't like. The banana and clove, right? Okay. Um, so it seems like you had a pretty clean fermentation. Yep, which is good. Um, seemed quite active this time. 
Yes. Yeah, it was super active. Yeah. And um, I did a primary and secondary fermentation. So I think it was... Uh, actually, it was only in the primary for a week. Mm. And then I moved it to the secondary and it stayed in there for three weeks. It's very good. Yeah, I like it. I'm... It tastes like a. I'm it tastes like a store-bought beer, or better. I mean, yeah. at least is what I'm saying. Like, right. It's. It doesn't. It's not like oh, this is homebrew. You know. It's yeah. Like, oh, that's good. Good job. Thank you. I, uh, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's. It's been a while since I've really, really feel like I've. Yeah. Done a really good job, but. So I haven't said this on the podcast, but we are expecting another baby. To we, enter our as lives, in you and I. Yeah. Yep. Another hunch pig. Yeah. Lit. It's exciting. Yep. Uh, so not you and I. You and um. Mm, yep. Yeah. Your family. Yes. That's awesome. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I already knew about this. Oh. So. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but I'm still happy about it. Yeah. It's really. <laughs> you good. wanted a genuine faked reaction. <laughs> um no yeah. it is it is good it's awesome uh so yesterday we were talking jess and i on the way home from picking up Paige, and she had said she was worried that Paige would be jealous mm -hmm. if we took maternity and paternity leave with the new baby and didn't take Paige out of daycare uh okay it seemed like be because we're hanging out with this other person all day and yep seems it seemed like alone. it would be a good opportunity to like <clears throat> also have Paige at home and save oh yeah save on the daycare cost right um but i was immediately like i immediately said i assumed Paige would keep going to daycare because she gets to interact interact with other children right so you're still kind of yeah, so that's, that or? that's what we're planning to do. But the conversation developed into talking about jealousy. Mm. And you saying that you were jealous of my beer reminded me of that. Got it. Um, and the worried that our child will be jealous. Right. Um, and my, my thoughts on it were that jealousy is a thing mm -hmm. that you have to learn to deal with. Right. Like it's not... I guess we always say jealousy is a bad thing, but it's not entirely bad. Right. It is a good motivator. It can be. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I guess I think of it as like a, a base urge right. kind of thing that's down there. Down there. <laughs> that you can, I guess you can use it for good and good evil. if you, if you, I don't know. I don't know if you can actually like decide mm. to use it for good necessarily right but um it can definitely one of the seven harm you yeah right? i mean one of the seven deadly sins yeah envy i guess yeah um hmm. but it is a it was an interesting thing because it was like oh we're you know worried that Paige will be jealous but then like i get jealous Right, right. Of things. So you're, so you're thinking like you shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that you try to actively, actively um, avoid, pretend right. it's not a thing right, right. that anyone should feel. Yeah. Paige is going to have to deal with it. Like, yes. Someday. And really all the time in yeah. small ways. Right. Right. But 
um, it's not something that you can really turn off. So might as well learn to, to cope with it and, and react to it in a healthy way. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. My thinking was if Paige is jealous, that's fine. Right. That's the thing that if she's never jealous, that's probably strange. Yeah. 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 Yep. Something might be miswired. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or if you prevent her, if you try to prevent her from ever feeling jealousy, jealousy, then when she actually does, it's going to be something bad's going to come out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So she's going to a Montessori school. She is. It's a Montessori daycare at the moment. Are there more or less opportunities for jealousy in a Montessori environment? Oh. The same amount? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not there. Right. All the time. Mm-hmm. I think the same amount. Yeah. Yeah. They try to take each other's activities and there are people there who tell them they can't do that mm. or they shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> Just curious. Cool. Yep. Can't be avoided. Um so, so I had a, I had an idea for a topic. Okay. And I made sure not to research it because it's one of those things. Excellent. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> This can only end well. Yeah, this oh. might be a thing where you're just like, well, don't, duh. Don't phone me. Don't phone me. Um, it's my grandma. Oh. <laughs> okay. She can wanna, phone me. Do you want to take a break? No. Okay. Um, we'll call you back. Yeah. We. Um, so the topic is the word and the idea of Dutch. What? So, okay. Dutch people are from a place called... (laughs) Okay, so Uh, this isn't one of those situations where you're like, duh. Okay. Dutch people are from Holland, right? Okay. No? Yeah. (laughs) And... Um, there's the Netherlands, right? There are the Netherlands. There are the Netherlands. Yes. Plural. There are lands that are nether. Why are they at the top? Is that, how is, how are the Netherlands related to Holland, Holland, which is where Dutch people live? Why are all these words so different? Germany coiled Exactly. My next thought, why is Germany Deutschland? Then who are the Dutch? There are the Dutch. Then there's the Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh no! Oh yeah. Did you know about the Pennsylvania Dutch? I did not. So it's uh, so Am- you, Amish. People. You're Dutch. Oh no, you're not. I'm. Uh, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Wait. Or, only the Amish are Dutch. The the, the Amish. Another uh, name for the Amish in Pennsylvania people. Uh, uh, in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Oh, oh, actually, because there are oh, Amish man. people in other states. Oh, this is more complicated than I thought. Right? What are they called? The Ohio Dutch. 
apart from and the, what? No, I <laughs> no, made that it's up. not prefixed with every state. <laughs> well, they're not Dutch. That would just be silly. Thing is, Pennsylvania like, Dutch are of German descent. Oh. If you want to get more confused. I'm going to throw... And some- that is Deutschland. So I'm going to throw right. something else into the mix, which yeah. is going to blow your mind. Okay. There's a saying in England yeah. saying we're going to we're gonna go to the movies uh-huh. and we're going to be going Dutch. Right. And that means that everyone pays for themselves. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Like if you're going on a date. I wonder if there's some like really uh kind of not nice roots to that there is it was a so i know there's the idea of the dutch banks and like gold being a thing (laughs) that they have a lot of historically (laughs) is that true i don't know if it's true but there's that idea it is almost 100 percent true almost almost right like 98 percent i mean i don't know how true it is so is that related to the idea of, well, the, they have all this money. There is gold in banks. So therefore they are selfish and greedy. No. So we're going to all pay for ourselves. Yeah. Because... There was an attitude that they were cheap. So you'd never okay. pay for someone else because you'd yeah. be frugal. I mean, there's cheap, and, gre- cheap and greedy have some, some uh, yeah. Venn diagram uh, you know, intersection. There. You think there's some jealousy in there? Ooh probably so uh. amsterdam <laughs> so i think is in the netherlands yes which is a part of holland <laughs> so it's, uh, amsterdam is amsterdam the are capital Dutch. of the netherlands Amsterdam is the cat. You're looking things up. I am going to look things up now because we're. I'm not done yet. Okay. Shall I? <laughs> I'm basically done. Shall I not look anything? No, up? you can look things up. Okay. Uh, New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. That's the... New York. Yes, was the name of the old New York is New Amsterdam. Old New York. Shouldn't that just cancel out? Isn't that just York? No, no. York is definitely not Amsterdam. York is in England. York is New Amsterdam. No. <laughs> Old New York. Old New, New York Amsterdam. is New Amsterdam. Therefore, York, York is New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. I thought the new, oh, the new from New York and the old from Old New York. Right. That's what you're thinking is canceling out. Yeah. And there's New Amsterdam, which is, which makes spirits, gin and vodka. Oh, is there a brewery? Uh, a distiller, I guess you okay. would say. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Huh. There's uh, Holland. Oh, man. There's Holland, New York. In western New York, there's a a town called Holland. Okay. (laughs) So that's part of... Wait, Holland is part of New Amsterdam. No, it's next to... Old New Amsterdam. Wait. Old New York is New Amsterdam. Old New York. (laughs) Okay. Just doing the math real quick. Yep. Yeah. So who are the Dutch? Who are the Dutch? If um, all of this is true. Right. Uh another question. Okay. Where is Holland <laughs> in relation to <laughs> let's say Germany? Uh like over there. 
Yeah. To the west? Northwest. Northwest. Maybe. Bordering Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah. I thought Holland was really small. But maybe yeah. that's not true. Yeah, me too. Like I can't picture the shape of it. Other than kind of a dangly mm, um, I don't think it's got any dangly bits. Oh, maybe it does. The Netherlands definitely have definitely they bits, they do. Yeah, these are the land. Like, there's nether. But is that because of the way maps are drawn? Is what because of the, <laughs> drawn? the dangly bits? Oh, you know, because it gets like stretched out at the top. Oh, and they're really far north. Hmm. It's like how Africa is fucking huge, but no one knows it. Right. Well, people do know it. <laughs> yeah. But when you look at it on a globe, you're like, oh, my God. Right. So we have a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, do we want to get any answers or do we want to just I think, offer it up? To... Do we need any answers? I mean, I would like some I started answers, but... checking, but you, you didn't seem. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of our brand, though, right? It's like just. Just to trying to not, come up with. Not check. Yeah. Okay. So I, the Dutch are a people. Right. I think we can we can be clear yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. But they might be a people that do not belong to a single country. Oh. People of the world. What do you call people who live in Holland in that case? Hollish? Oh. Hollanders? Right? Hollanders. Like, Hollanders? Yeah. Like elves. Netherlanders? Like they're on a Hollanders. What? Netherlanders? Netherlanders. Mm. So you I don't like the word nether. Right. So I made a, I just made a bunch of um of uh labels. Uh guesses and all this <laughs> stuff. Do you have guesses about all of this? Are there pieces no, of it that no, you all of them, disagree with? All of them sound good. Oh, that's all true. Yeah. Okay. Post post truth. Post truth. So can anything be true post truth? Um or is everything No, I guess we're done with that. I guess everything is true. Oh. After truth Could, comes uh, lies. No, I think yeah. I think like like post post. Well, actually, I yeah. Never, post, I never really understood the term post-apocalyptic. How after, can there be a post? after the apocalypse? What does apocalypse mean then? Guiana. What? <laughs> That's a biblical reference. Oh, to the apocalypse. Okay, is that in Revelations? I think so. That is the book that had all of the, you know, talk of Guiana. Okay. But apparently, like, it's the end, right? Apocalypse is the end of the world. Well, it's the end of something. It's not the end of the... It's the end of the world as we know it. Mm. I mean, there are little apocalypses all the time. But I feel fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stuff still happens. Right. Like, the whole, like, dinosaurs being wiped out, that was pretty apocalyptic. We're mm. in a post-apocalypse. Mm -hmm. That feels true to me at the end of 2016. So after the apocalypse. After. Post-apocalypse. Say I wanted to go meet some Dutch people. Oh. Where would I go? Whew. Yeah. I mean, you could go to Pennsylvania. Oh, but that's Pennsylvania Dutch. I mean, they're, they're Dutch, aren't they? I guess that's just a modifier. Right. Hmm. It's like, yeah. Huh. 
Like, what if we did that for, with other things? Like, the Pennsylvania Irish are actually Scottish Americans, you know? Right? Is that what we're doing with Pennsylvania Dutch? Pennsylvania they're actually Dutch, from somewhere else? They're from Germany. They're, they're of German oh. ancestry. Maybe you missed that earlier. We, you never said that. I said that. You weren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, Deutschland, like, oh. there is a connection there. Okay. There's probably, so the I mean, I'm sure Pens- there's a common language at some point, right? Where so the Pennsylvania <clears throat> Dutch right. are originally, they, ancestors are yeah, from yeah. Germany. Germany. And they're now Amish. Yes. But not necessarily in Pennsylvania. I think. So all the Amish whose ancestors come from Germany... Are called Pennsylvania Dutch. I hope not. <laughs> but maybe, that but probably sounds not. Sounds really wrong in multiple ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be true though. Is it like the the American Indian where we're like, oh, Indians, like oh, right, Dutch. Yeah, you're mostly in Pennsylvania, and you're. <laughs> Kind of Dutch, I guess. Yeah. And You're nowhere near. Right. And you've been splitting all your checks <laughs> up until now. <laughs> so, as far as I can tell... You're Dutch. You're Pennsylvania Dutch. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem with the world is that everyone... Like, there are people like me in history... Okay. ...who just tried to make up things without looking them up or really thinking them through. I see. But they also were in, had some influence and were I able see. to say, these you, are Indians. And you were said confident this, enough about it. You said this on a soapbox. Right. And they were confident enough about it. They didn't have a podcast where they're like, oh, is it this or that? They're just like, oh, yeah, you're Indians. Yeah. So uh, that's settled. And settled. Oh, wow. Um, Colonization joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the problem with the world, but, uh, is that people are like me, but more confident. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So... That was a good topic. Uh-huh. I think we really hit some nails on the head there. Okay. May have hit our thumbs a couple times. No, I don't no? think... Okay. I don't think there were any... There's nowhere we slipped up. Yeah. Right. Okay. There's definitely nothing I regret saying. Um, Amazon Fresh. Oh, yeah. This is the shop where you don't... Where you pay for things by just leaving. No, that's Amazon Go. Oh. Mm. What the hell is Amazon Fresh? Well, Amazon Fresh is... In Pennsylvania, but it's only for... (laughs) Pennsylvania to Dutch? Right. What is Amazon Fresh? Amazon Fresh is, um, man, Amazon is confusing. They have a lot of sub, names, that sub brands of yeah. things. Amazon Fresh, okay, is we're gonna get there a grocery <laughs> delivery service. Oh, so we yeah, so you can sign up and it's, um, I believe it's fourteen ninety nine a month. On top of your Amazon Prime subscription. 
that's just table stakes. That's just to... What the hell? What? What the fuck is the etymology of table stakes? Table stakes are what you bring to the poker table to to be even to even the oh be able to play the hand. It's you got have to show up with your... nothing to do with beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! That's a great image. All right, I got my steak. Let's play yeah. cards. I've got my like... I've got my table steak. I've got my full floor steak. I've got my. It's like it's like Bill. I know you're trying really hard to play poker with us, but you're still not getting it. Yeah. You just put a raw steak on the table. <laughs> now we have to clean this up. Table steaks. That's great. This is my bed steak. This is my... <laughs> Floor steak. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. What was I saying about table steaks? Uh, you, it was the table... So oh, 1499. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's the, just table steaks. The ante. The ante for playing in this game of grocery delivery. Okay. Have you ever played poker? No. Okay. I, I have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't like to gamble. Not according to your horoscope. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like... Sorry, the, is it horoscope? What is it again? Spooky scope? Horror. Oh. Oh, it's a play Spooky. on words. Oh. Oh, horror. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I... That was the one thing that it wasn't vague about. It was like, you are religious or atheist. You are <laughs> this or that. Okay, this is this could all apply to absolutely anyone. And then it was like, you definitely love gambling. <laughs> like, that is 100% wrong. Why is that the one thing you... Just so confident about. Yeah. That's great. Um, $14.99 a month. Have I said that yet? Yes. Every month. <laughs> Every month. Is there On another... top of your Amazon Prime. Is there an- another analogy I can use to explain... A monthly subscription. Uh, <laughs> Do you get that? Okay, so you pay fourteen ninety nine a month every thirty days, and uh, every th- <laughs> no, a month. <laughs> oh shit. Um, okay, and you can then buy groceries, order groceries from Amazon f- on the Amazon website. You can you get can, like, them. Oh, delivered. I want an avocado. Do I want to? ripe avocado or do i want this other product which is a less ripe avocado do i want green bananas or do i want ripe bananas okay you can like plan that all because that's the immediate question is like i don't want to buy produce from the mail how am i gonna know (laughs) (laughs) okay very old person way of saying the internet but uh right like i want to see the avocado i'm going to buy i want to hold it maybe press into it a little bit see, see if it's ripe yeah you know roll it down the whatever mm. people do um okay but they you can get different uh you know shades of avocado okay for example um and you add things to your cart just like you would if you're buying books from the amazon <laughs> bookstore because it's a bookstore thanks for clarifying that i yep didn't know what adding to a cart meant <laughs> yeah i'm explaining this very well yeah like, no i keep going all aspects then you check out uh, oh okay right i does that mean you're done um no you have to pay you oh that's so what checkout pay. means yeah you pay for the groceries do you give a check um, out right to uh-huh. the yep. people you're paying and then the groceries arrive you can schedule the delivery okay um 
and sometimes you can get things that day, same day. Whoa, that's fresh. It's very fresh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they come in okay. these, you know, cooler bags. Right. Um, so like 30 minutes ago when I said you can order groceries online, that's, that's true. That is what <laughs> we just described. You have to pay for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to pay monthly. Okay. And that's without necessarily even getting any groceries because that's yeah I table mean, you stakes. Could... <laughs> and you can get table stakes from from Amazon. Amazon Fresh. Can you say how? Yeah. Like I want some browning meat. I want yeah. Like meat the, that's turned green. So the thing, <laughs> the thing is, the meat is very expensive. I see. I don't know what they have going on with the meat, but it's they're specifically designed for tables. It's very, very large steaks, apparently. Um, <laughs> Amazon Fresh. Okay. Yeah, so we're trying it out. You can do a 30-day oh. trial. Okay. Oh, we're trying it. Maybe, okay. No, That's I didn't, probably one of the most interesting I thought you were just points. telling me about this product. So it's have. more interesting now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We placed our first order. You've given them your it. table steaks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. And... Um, we received our first order. There was one item that they said they could not get for us. <laughs> was it avocado? It was not avocado. <laughs> Damn it. It was a block of cheese. You should have used that as your... Hmm. Wait, but can you get fresh cheese versus old cheese? We specifically got Cabot Extra Sharp. Cabot. Seriously Sharp. Cabin Bear? Cheddar. Cheddar. Cabot. Cabot. C-A-B-O-T. Cabot cheese. It's uh, based in Vermont. Oh. It's in Vermont. Huh. Uh, it's, a, it's a good cheese brand. Um, huh. And they said, we don't have this. And we said, why did you, did you say you did? Did you say you did? No, we didn't. No. They just didn't charge us for it. Uh, that's kind of them. I think. I haven't checked that. <laughs> I haven't checked that. Might be a caveat. Um, it's cool. pretty cool. So, so I think for for um, busy families who f- are finding it harder to go out and do shopping, do the shopping thing yep. maybe in the winter too. It's even harder. Oh, yeah. uh, you can uh, you can shop on Amazon in your, in your spare time, save your cart, and then resume it. And yeah, check out, get some food. You know, it's kind of just like groceries that you order online and you get them <laughs> through the yeah postal service but you have to have given them money money before yeah, yeah you even order anything yeah is that all clear yeah okay yeah i think i think so so i guess you're happy with it um apart yeah. from the whole cheese incident well i can't tell how promotional our version of the thing is at this point so for the first 30 days oh 30 days <laughs> what does that mean we were, we're on a 30 day trial but what if that's in a month this month has 31 days oh maybe they'll charge us on the 31st day for the whole month or just a, a prorated trial. like a 31st yeah. of 14.99 yeah probably should just punch those numbers so we're a 30 day free trial so we're not paying the 14.99 yet we had this promo code for the first order to get $40 off the first order. 48 cents you'd have to pay. Okay, thanks. Um, 
$40 off on our first order. So it was like half price for groceries. And then... That's good. That was good. Uh, and then we also... There was also a promo where it didn't charge for shipping. Ooh. Implying that normally it char- we would charge you like nine ninety nine for shipping. That seems... For delivery fee. I thought which, Amazon were good at... Yeah, I mean... It's usually free. I mean, same day, like, people are going out and buying you groceries. <laughs> like animals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Okay. So I guess what I'm saying is we're not feeling the full cost of the service. Right. So it's hard to judge if it's worth it. Yep. That being said, it's very convenient. And we did buy bananas, and they were in great shape. They were... I would have chosen <laughs> Banana bananas shape. myself. Yeah. Um, we well, didn't know what else was on offer. True, they could have been much better bananas. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You just um, so that's a trade off. <laughs> but the prices uh, were, su- I guess, surprisingly standard. Other okay. than the meat, right? Um, like eight dollars a pound for ground beef. It's a lot. I don't know. Yeah, seemed like a lot. Uh, I think it's like fancy local, uh, happy, happy, happy beef. um, vetted beef. Yeah. Like they went to the vet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So I had mentioned Amazon Go, which is what I thought you were talking about. Right. Which is not rebranding their video on demand to right. sound like HBO Go. Right. But it's actually... A store that you go to. And it's also not a game where you go to go, gyms yeah. and you try to capture all of the... Amazons. Amazons. Amazonians. Right. It's Ooh. a store. It's a, yes. Physical. Brick and mortar. Yep. Ideally. Mm-hmm. And you go there and you steal whatever you need. Yeah. But as you walk out the door... You're penalized. You get charged. Right. You get a fine for everything you've stolen <laughs> for the price of that item. <laughs> yeah. Seems fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the interesting bit is how they figure out what you've stolen. Interesting. Right. Yes. It's of interest. Um, Undulating. Uh you might guess that it would be RFID based if you're oh but it's you not knew about that kind of stuff what is it it's not RFID based okay. apparently yeah what is it apparently <clears throat> it's some combination of image processing what and like but you've got stuff feeds, in your pocket and they know like where you are proximity wise in the store Oh. And they know what's on the shelves and what's not on the shelves. Oh. So if you, if they, if the camera sees you going to a shelf and <laughs> it knows there's 10 things on that shelf <coughs> and then the next minute there's nine things on that shelf and you are within proximity closest to that <laughs> shelf, it assumes that you have stolen something off that shelf. Item. Yes. Um, I see. And then that's how it works. Apparently. Yeah. Which seems harder in a way than it 
needs to be, but I guess it's easier in the sense that you don't have to RFID tag every single stupid little yeah. pack of gum and could be cheaper. Uh, right. Right. Um, so they're leveraging. Yeah. Other more, uh, fancy technology. Basically. Right. When barcodes first came out, people were freaked out by them. Not by the barcodes, but by the way they were scanned. They right. Thought the lasers would destroy their eyes. Right. <laughs> There's like a like a demonic. Um, oh yeah. There's a theory that conspiracy. Thing. Yeah, the barcodes are a product of the devil. Right. Oh, you're gonna open. This has a fancy green bottle cap. Yes. Uh, this is a uh, Carlsberg. Our ESB. Ooh, okay. Let me finish my... Ooh. Yeah, so on the site, the inventors... Oh, nice. It does have the right amount of carbonation. Yeah, after this looks an- good. After another week or two, it's good. Did you put the the full packet in? No. From the kit? No. Just uh, you just some people want to see the world burn. Uh-huh. So much clove. Really? Yeah. I think so. It's like a. It's very fruity. It's an amber hefeweizen. <laughs> Everything I brew. <laughs> it's an amber hefeweizen. It is a hefeweizen, and they're not wheat beers, and they. <laughs> It's not the summer, and it's this not is a, warm f- fermentation, yeah. but it's that's all. That's if just I, a curse that I have now. If I closed my eyes when trying this, I would expect it to be yellow, right? Yeah, it's. I feel like I'm making it up at this point. Like I'm parent. Like I just like trying to taste it, but no, it's that. That's what it is. Like why I don't just, like yeah. improvisers. Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you, right? So I looked up. Have we talked about this on the podcast? Like the reason, potential reasons why this might flavor. No, because I, you okay. texted it to me. Okay. The reason, and I had never heard it before. There's a few ways that you can get that fruity, um, those fruity notes. Right. So the the banana clove kind of flavors come from yep. phenols, which are Ooh. chemicals. They don't sound good. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Sometimes you want them. Most of the time, I don't. <laughs> um, so, so how how do they form? You can get them from a very warm fermentation. Oh, okay. Well, so when you brewed that Labor Day IPA, yeah, it was off the charts how warm it was. Yes, so that made sense. Yeah, <laughs> that time. Um, so that this that matches ESB the pattern. Does not match that pattern because okay. it never went over seventy, as far as I know. Okay. Um, so that doesn't make sense. Another way you can get them is from um, not aerating your wort enough. So that surprised me mm-hmm. because when we brewed the ESB, we like poured it through a sieve. Yep. What the fuck do you call it? A colander? Yeah. <laughs> or a, a strainer. Or a strainer. Yeah. A strainer. Yeah. Because yeah. it's straining. I guess a colander has is a strainer, but it has much... Bigger holes. Bigger holes for yeah. spaghetti and stuff. It doesn't seem like that. I mean, I understand that you do use it for spaghetti, but yeah. 
feel like spaghetti can get through those holes. Ooh, yeah, probably could. Um. Anyway, so so you think that not having enough oxygen, yeah, is gonna cause those things to form. Right, I guess the because the yeast needs oxygen as one of the right. ingredients to like a healthy kind of reproduction and fermentation. Yeah. So that's a thing. There's another one. Okay, um, which is it's definitely this one. Under pitching yeast. Oh yeah, that's it. One hundred percent. This is the th- so if you don't pitch enough yeast. Yep, that was they it. They don't thrive very well. So this was the time when we yep. we made a yeast starter, but it was 30, not long enough. Thirty minutes before, it's supposed to be hot. Twenty four hours. Right. We did thirty minutes, and that was the liquid yeast. Yep, definitely that. That's it. Okay. Case case closed. Because I did the um, sieve thing yeah. with my beer, and that hasn't come out with fruity notes. Okay. Um. And my yeast was a uh, dried yeast, mm-hmm. which I had rehydrated. Hmm. Right. Right. And the, the liquid yeast said that you shouldn't pitch it as is, basically, right? You should make a starter. Right. It really depends on the amount of warts that you have. And the starting gravity. Yes. How... Yeah. So it had a chart, and it said you needed about double the amount of yeast that was in the the single the, the single pack. Packet. So you could either pitch two packets, or or make a yeast or a yeah a starter. Uh, yeah, starter. Because all the, huh. all the starter is doing is, um, I mean, it's it's also getting the yeast active, but it's just multiplying how much yeast there is. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and so I think you need that twenty four hours to double the amount you have. I guess I don't fully understand why can't it just double in the wort itself, right? Yeah. And there's something there. I think it has to do with the ratio, I guess, of yeast to sugar to sugar or to Maybe. liquid or something yeah. that I'm not quite grasping. Um, yeah, you feel like even if you just threw in a little bit of yeast, it's going to be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to multiply <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, but I guess... No, I don't know. Maybe it's like a, a time thing. You need like a certain amount there to make sure it colonizes quickly enough. Yeah. Before anything else can get involved. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe there was another organism in there. That right. For, have you been, how long have you been using liquid yeasts? Uh, I've only used them, I think, twice. Okay. Total. And, and the first time was like years ago. Um, uh, so you don't remember if that was a... Two years ago. Actually, that was a... Uh, you know what? That batch, I think, when I used liquid yeast before, also did not turn out well. To the okay. point where I had like weird like exploding bottles. Not exploding, but when I opened them, they would just foam forever. Oh. That's pretty creepy. To yeah, see. especially just, if it goes forever. Well, <laughs> Yeah. Like they're still foaming? Yeah. You had to... I mean, I threw them out because I didn't yeah. want to keep looking at them. You just didn't want foam everywhere. No, exactly. <laughs> you have to get them out of the house. <laughs> um, it's really weird to watch because it's... Oh, yeah. It's a slow... So you open it. I feel like that shouldn't be possible. <laughs> and it's not like a champagne, you know, bottle where it's like... Psh, 
like shoots out far. It's just a very weirdly controlled slow foam that just crawls over the bottle Ugh. and just keeps going until oh. there's no beer left God. in the bottle. Was it green? <laughs> no. Did you have bottles of exoplasm? Maybe. Yeah. So something definitely, something else definitely took over. Yeah. And haunted was a while. <laughs> there are no ghosts. <laughs> Let's be clear. Okay. When I said something else. I meant another microorganism, and you you thought I meant another dimension. <laughs> um, could be either. Who knows? Go, yeah. Um, but you threw him out. All so I know we'll is know. I haven't had good luck with liquid yeast. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, maybe that was over or, or under pitching as well, and something else took over. And right, something bubbly. Yeah, it's weird. Um. Hmm. Cool. <clears throat> I mean, that I feel like of the three, the underpitching is the most likely. Yeah, I think you're right. Because the aeration one just doesn't. It was really like the warts was foamy, right? When we had put it in, I felt like it was very well aerated. But the under, I don't know, the underpitching thing doesn't really. Makes sense to me because it wasn't like there was much lag time. So lag time is from when you start ferment or, or pitch the yeast to, to when you see, see active yeah. stuff happening. And it was like within a day. Um, yeah. Even like maybe 12 hours or something, it was already going. But maybe that's not quite indicative of under pitching. Maybe like right. it just petered out at some point early. Where well, I think it's also it's it's got know. it's got to be that amount aspect. Like yeah. if if there's not enough yeast, but you throw it in, it's still gonna activate quickly. Right. Okay. Huh. Um. Do you like how it tastes? <laughs> yeah. You like Hefeweizen. Right? I do like Hefeweizen, yeah. so I do. I. It's drinkable. If I put that lens me. on it. And I'm just like, okay, it's a if I expect the Hefeweizen, I'm yeah. like, you know what? It's not, there's it's, nothing like offensive about it. Right. It's definitely not an ESB. Right. It's not in the style. Right. Which is a bummer because we hit all the numbers and all yeah. of the, it seemed like it was going well. <sighs> That's, um, yeah. Kind of sucks. So. Yeah. There was a lot of excitement for this beer and for it to turn out not the way you expected is. It's a bummer. A bummer. Yeah. The so this latest batch, the second batch of IPA that I'm going to bottle today. Okay. Um, I brewed on the stove. Um, on in the, oh, in the kitchen. Shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's um, fucking like unlivable outside. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Uh, so I did that, and problem. That was the first time I'd ever brewed on this stove since we Ooh. moved to this house. It's an electric stove. Oh. Yeah. It didn't really work. Uh, so I did a partial boil. So I at least decided, like, all right, I'm definitely not going to boil five gallons or six gallons. Right. Of just going to do a two-gallon or something. So I did three, three gallons. Three topped it up. Um, okay. And uh, I never really got a great boil, honestly. Oh. It was, like, very tame. And it took, like, an hour and a half or, or something like that okay. to, like, even get to the point where I basically just gave up and was like, I guess I'll start putting hops in. <laughs> like, it was, like, eh, very tepid. Not tepid, but like, yeah, 
I don't know. Like the temperature or the thermometer said like 210 for like a while. I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so. So wait, when did you do that? Last weekend? To, it must no, have been this was. Lot, um, like four weeks ago. Three weekends ago. Three weekends ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, Is three weeks enough for, before bottling? Yeah. I mean, I, I used to do two. Okay. Um, for IPAs, this and I would have, but yeah, um, a little extra time doesn't hurt. Yep, and usually helps actually. So, uh, so it should be ready. But yeah, there's so there's a question of like the hops utilization, and mm. there might be not much bitterness, but a lot of hop flavor. Okay, which was the IPA is actually fine anyway. Fall, um. Because it's like a session IPA. It's not like a strong right. beer. It's meant to be a refreshing kind of um, hmm. hoppy flavored beer. So yeah. it might be a, might be fine. Um, it's not supposed to remind you of labor. Right. It's supposed to make you feel good <laughs> after labor. After baby. Right. So we'll see. Anything else in the docket, or are we good? Well, we talked about... You're having a baby. Did we... Amazon I feel Fresh. like you just, like, threw that in there and... Yeah. I mean, I mean, I did. You did, and then we kind of didn't talk about it. Oh, is there more you'd like to... <laughs> I mean, you know, there's plenty to talk about there, but... Okay. We don't have to. Paige will be three years old. Okay. When the baby arrives. The baby is due to arrive at the beginning of June. Uh-huh. June. Yep, that's right. Nice. So we're past the the three months. Good. The first trimester, which is yeah. the time at which you can tell everyone. Yep. Because you're more certain you're going to have a baby. Right. Um, Three years, I feel like, is a pretty standard sibling yeah. distance <laughs> my sister and i are two years apart and then there is a 10 year difference between me and my brother wow uh so three cool. three years is good yeah yeah so cool. yeah Paige will be an older sister not a younger sister nice that's how it works <laughs> uh okay unless we adopt these are all these are all good details yeah um there's an app so that anything we else use there's an that app you could we use did not use any app right oh that might not be true okay no we did use an app okay it's just i didn't use it as much um the one we use is called baby tracker i believe and you get it on your watch it's on your watch oh yeah so you could very easily yeah say i like that my baby just pooped <laughs> Uh, that's a thing. That's the thing that you need to track. Or just fell asleep, or yep. just woke up, or just ate, or whatever. Yeah. Um, Those are all the things that babies do. Yep. That's about yeah. it. That's about... Uh, it's a very good app, though. Just okay. A couple bucks, and you get What's it called? Baby Tracker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which... Make sure you get the right one. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of baby trackers. Let me confirm that. Is there a uniqueness on app titles? Baby tracker. Yeah, that's what it's called. Like if I release a app called, I don't know, Purple Train, Ooh. is that going to conflict with anything? Yes. Yeah. Good question. I don't know how that works. Huh. 
Um, you'd think there should be. Right. But I kind of feel like, like there Baby might Baby Tracker be. is very generic. Right. Huh. Is it case sensitive? Uh, I don't know. I mean, just make up an answer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of Purple Train. Yep. We added alerts. Oh, so that's you, alarming. If you tap that. I tap the two alerts. Yep. What are the two alerts? Oh, there's been a serv- two service changes. Right. One is saying we're operating on a normal schedule. I'm not the other sure one is saying that you're not. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, pedestrian access to North Station will be through Legends Way. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds grandiose. It is. Legends yeah. Way. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like, like there should uh, be monuments to heroes. And it's like the Hall of like Valhalla or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why, why aren't we always accessing North Station <laughs> via Legends Way? <laughs> we can only... Due to the hub causeway problem. Yeah. Due to the hub on causeway prob- project. Due to the hub on causeway project. Okay, cool. So those aren't very useful alerts, but sometimes you get <laughs> alerts like, your train's canceled. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Um, Before you get out the car or something. Right. Or leave the house. So that's the idea. But that's in, uh, it's in a private beta right now, but uh, someday it'll be in the store. <laughs> someday. Who knows? Private beta? Yeah. Oh, I'm on the private beta. I yeah. don't get the commuter L. I don't have Purple Train installed on my phone. I did. Yeah. But then I got a new phone. Right. And there's not really a reason to install it if you don't. I Yeah, I think there is a good reason, which is that um, you've made an app mm-hmm. and shipped an app yeah. on multiple platforms. Yeah. And you've rewritten it. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Without <laughs> announcing it, really. We re- yeah. <laughs> Before we announced it, we rewrote it. <laughs> Both front so, end and back end, actually. You rewrote the back end? Yeah. In what? API V2. Well, it's the same. Oh, it's just version two of the yeah, API. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but that's not quite rewriting. Yeah. I mean, you've changed not... the language that the front end <laughs> right. is in. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. It's even um, further from Objective-C. Right. <laughs> or Swift. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this. I think that's impressive. We haven't on this. We, um, it's Elm. It's Elm. It's a tree. It's... Yeah unchanging aged it's a dutch elm actually. it's a dutch elm yeah it's not a pennsylvania dutch elm Pen- yeah pennsylvania dutch. okay yeah sorry the, the pennsylvania german. isn't so german elm so german elm. yeah german american elm uh, right it's a it, its parents were german right came over here as a seedling <laughs> as a seed seed yeah a seedling is a seed that has started growing. Right. Like a baby tree. Uh-huh. Or a sapling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That all sounds right. Yeah. So that's what it's written in. Elm. Bark. 